Hello all, this is a Ghidra's podcast. Welcome to Sacred Space in Sacred Time, a place where we discuss tools and practices that heal your mind, body, and spirit. If you're looking to start your journey today, then you're in the right place. I'm Austin Freeman, and I'll be your host. Let's get started. Hey guys, this is Austin here with the Ghidra's Podcast. So today we have some great information coming to you from Tara and I about the root chakra, the Muladhara chakra. So, you know, strap in your seatbelts, enjoy this, and I'll see you guys on the other side. All right, guys, welcome to the Ghidra's Podcast. So this is Austin, and I'm here with Tara Nordstrom, and we are just going to be talking about the root chakra. We just kind of came up with some things we wanted to share with you guys about this uh, root chakra, our, our earth chakra, our first chakra. So welcome, Tara. Thank you. Good to be back. <laughs> this is actually an out-of-order series because we did the right. solar plexus first, but I kind of like that we're not following the rules. I know. We're just doing randomly. Rebels. Rebels. All the way. So before we get into the root chakra, though, I want to say something about the solar plexus and kind of revisit that from the last time. I kept using the word teenagery, which is totally something I made up. By the way, that's not even a real word. Um, and I referenced Eastern body, Western mind. And technically in that book, they refer to the solar plexus as developing between 18 months and four years old. I was more speaking about the woundings that we tend to get from it. Mm. And that seems to feel like it happens in that really teenagery phase. Um, and then also to reference this book, Yoni Shakti, that I use sometimes, a break down the development of women's superpowers. They call Mm. them cities. And the third superpower, which to me really correlates with the solar plexus, according to them, does develop between 14 and 21. Gotcha. So, I mean, it's kind of like a debatable type thing. It's not an exact science here that we're talking about. (laughs) But anyways, we'll talk about the root chakra today. Yeah. So, the root chakra, for Mm -hmm. those of you who don't know, it's our Muladhara chakra. And it's our first chakra. Um, it's developed between the ages of 0 to 12. 0 to 12 or 0 to 6 months, depending on who you ask. Um, if you're talking in terms of the Yoni Shakti stuff, when we're developing our superpowers then as women, um, from 0 to 7 years of age. Gotcha. Um, where you're really learning about the body. Um, some of the superpowers developed there would be dreaming and socialization, but... We're still retaining imagination and stuff. We still have that. Yeah. Got it. Um, And then into some, um, and then to the other book, um, what is it called? Eastern Body, Western Mind. Yes. They are saying womb to 12 months is kind of. um, And you can really get woundings because we're seeming to focus more on the the woundings, right? right? Rather than necessarily the healthy chakras because we were talking about the difference between light and dark and all of that and having to really get into the dark to heal yep um and so the woundings you know can occur at any time for any of the chakras in my opinion i agree but they're gonna tell you that a lot of the wounds to the root chakra are gonna happen during those really early infant days yeah so like i remember we were talking before this like the our birthing process 
and how wounding, how sh how root chakra wounding that that process can be. Right. In Especially, this Western world. Yep. Yep. Yeah, we were talking about like bright lights. Yeah. You know, overstimulation. Um, oh, yeah, separation immediately from yeah. mom, where you're poked and prodded and taken away. If you're not breathing right, maybe given a smack on the back. Right. You know, even suctions. Yes. Yeah, sometimes they're even ready with that hepatitis B shot right away. <laughs> right. Give you a vaccine. Ugh. Um, I think Western society is starting to catch on a little bit here and there. That it's really important for that skin-to-skin -skin contact right out of the womb, mm. um, baby right to breast kind of thing. We've gone really heavily back towards breastfeeding. Yeah. Yeah. Were you breastfed? I think so. You think so? Were uh, you? No. I oh, was you not. weren't? No. So, it, but both of my middle sister was, but both myself and my youngest sister was not. not. Colleen wasn't because my mom wasn't able to. They, she was a preemie and just some medical things okay. happened there. But me, they told her, oh, um, formula is scientifically developed and it's better for the baby and blah, blah, blah. Uh, so, no, I never had that. And I still have, wow. like, a feeling of, not rejection from my mom, but there's, like, a, it's a, it's difficult with intimacy yeah, sometimes. the connection yeah. isn't quite there. Yes, and I always wonder if that might have a little bit of something I had to no do idea. Right? So, they, I've, I've heard, also heard that they're moving back to like a little bit more darker presence, warm, like womb um, environment for the yeah. birthing process. Yeah, I mean, imagine, you know... Coming out of that. Yeah, or 3,000 years ago mm. probably would have had candlelight or firelight mm -hmm. and the whole village would have Family. been there and mm -hmm. baby would be recognizing voices they heard in the womb and, right. you know, birth... Instead of strangers. Yes, birthed into a village instead of bright lights and pokes and... Yeah, it's a, it's a big difference between the ritual yes. of birth. So yeah. that is, so that I guess is one mm -hmm. um, wound that you just get, I mean, you don't even have a choice in that depending right. on how you were born. Right. Yeah. Got it. The one thing that I was going to throw the curveball at you today. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> oh, one God. thing that I was reading in both books somewhere, but definitely in Eastern Body, Western Mind, was this idea that, okay, in my opinion, our chakras are broken into three sets, right? This is a very mm. um, taught thing to me, that the lower two chakras are our maiden chakras, if you're thinking in these sort of witchy terms. The middle three, the solar plexus, the heart, and the throat are the mother chakras, mm. and then the upper two are crone chakras, right? Yes. And if you think of that as like the moon phases and the moon cycles, right, the upper chakras are going to be our full, full moon. moon. Right, and then we're gonna dive and wane and come all the way back into to the new, new moon. moon, right? Okay. Um, gotcha. But if you're thinking of it in this like life, death, life cycle, where would we enter with karma that is ancestral? If we're birthed through the root, we would have to come through the root. Right. So I mm. feel like we carry some ancestral karma, probably. Yeah, that inherited. Inherited wounds mm -hmm. through of, that root chakra. Yeah. Um, especially like for me. It plays out a lot in the Irish ancestry with the Irish diaspora where we lost land. Land mm. is a source of abundance and security and, and stability and survival. Which are all components of the root. Yes. And so I... Do you think about that? Yeah. So that's one of the ones I've been working with with my ancestral medicine stuff is healing what I keep calling Irish dirt. Like the Irish mm. wounding of the loss of land. land. 
Because yeah. you're so right. Right? And for year, for eons, the Druids were so close to the land. Mm-hmm. I mean, pretty much every culture was until... Recently. Christianity. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Came through. Um, and also settlements into other places. And um, not imperialism. What's the word I'm looking for where we moved? Colonization. There it is. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that was my little, whoa. Yeah, no, that makes complete sense. Yeah. So some, so when the wound, when the root chakra's wounded, what kind of things do you, do we think probably Right. I, well, I, when I first learned about the root chakra, I learned about money. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, that if I wasn't good with my money, that was a root chakra issue that I needed to address. Yeah. Also, um. Survival was one, and we've kind of spoken on that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, but one I've been recently introduced to, and I think you mentioned this last one, we talked about this, was that shame portion. Yeah. Yeah. Shame is a, is a big um, solar plexus one, too. Got it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, fear in general. Fear. Sheer fear yeah. comes because from the of survival. Sh- survival fears. Yes. Yeah. Um, <coughs> some of the stuff that... The, the the book that we keep referencing, Eastern Body, Western Mind, is going to talk to you about is heaviness and sluggishness and monotony and obesity, hoarding, materialism, greed. These are hoarding. all things that, you know, seem to be <coughs> stuff that comes from root chakra wounding. So hoarding because you, are, you have You're to have You're afraid to, to lose not it. have things. So you need yeah. to have the things. You have to have the things. All of them. Mm-hmm. Okay, that makes sense. All of the things. Um, and it can manifest too with like fearfulness, undisciplined, mm. right? If you just can't seem to get your discipline straight. Okay. Um, I, that reminds me of also solar plexus, the discipline mm-hmm. did. Right. So the thing with them, with chakras are, is that they can either be overactive or underactive, right? Uh. And so the when they're overactive, that's kind of the over excessive characteristics as the heaviness, right? Mm-hmm. You eat too much because you're scared that you're never going to eat again in your life. Right. Right. Um, that's another Irish wound that seems to bleed through. That's true. Yeah. They're I mean, known for that. Exactly. And wow. I, have, I have, um, this meme that's one of my favorites that I post every once in a while that says, it's actually, it has like a Scottish accent to it, but you know, the Gales, Gaelic people, Celts, they all kind of, this is Irish and Scottish are very closely related. And, um, it says something like, Oh, are you trying to diet again, lass? <laughs> or it says, me trying to diet. And then it says, my ancestors say, Oh, are the British after us again, lass? Don't worry, I'll keep you as plump as a partridge. That's you know, hilarious, like, but so true. Right? It's in my ancestry, yes, for sure. This fear of, of um, starving. Yeah. Because yeah. we did. Millions. And actually, the place that my family is from in County Mayo in Ireland was the worst affected place for the famine. Yes. So that specific area was the worst hit of them all as well. So So you don't even think you have all these things in your life that you're trying to fix, but then you have to go and think about ancestry thousands of years or hundreds of years before you as well Mm -hmm. can be overwhelming right but and i don't think it's just unique to the irish though like i what i was trying to say in one of the blogs that i wrote was that i think it's the the wounding of the american people Mm -hmm. is this wound of displacement right 
Um, and I also wonder too, and not trying to get like really political or down too far down a road, you know, how the Native American woundings land too, right? Because they also had diasporas of their own where we came and colonized, right, and forced them off land, right, right, and so they, they were forced to lose their relationship with land, too. Yeah, that root chakra. Yeah, and so, and so did a lot of the settlers that before they even realized what they were doing, they've lost their relationship to other land, too, so yeah. I really think it's the great wounding of the American people. We're like a melting pot of displacement. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right? so true, though. Yeah. <laughs> wow. So... So, um, some other things with the root chakra, I was wondering, um, like, like, uh, independence seems to be more like solar plexus, but this idea of preservation. No, I'll, no, you're is, right. It, you're, okay. you're hitting on it because okay. if you think about zero to seven, you're becoming very explorative then, mm-hmm. right? And you're learning to leave parents' nest without right. actually leaving, but feeling very confident and being alone. To do, yes. Right? I remember being six years old and off in the fields playing somewhere. <laughs> right? 1980s so parenting. <laughs> back then. Yes. So yeah, independence. Um, but also on the flip side, those of us whose parents weren't really emotionally there for you, mm-hmm. you were forced to grow up young. Right. Right? That's a big one. So it's a forced independence, and that's mm. another layer of wounding that can happen. Shoot. Especially in the... In so, the... Uh, codependency then. Not, well, how does that fall into place? Um, so you're not independent. You didn't develop that in the root chakra for mm, those first seven years. Mm. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. I liked, so I'm the person that teaches from where I identify. Like, my teacher always talks about teach your own medicine. And, yes. You know, because what's good for one is often good for another, and I am the opposite of that. Really? Right? I tend to not have codependencies. I tend to be oh. very independent to the point where I don't allow close relationships, which tells you that yeah. that's a wounding. Yes. Um, but I can see where you're going with that, that, yeah, that the people that were never allowed to develop their independence, mm-hmm. yeah, would be... I wonder be, if that would be... The that'd be root. the opposite of that. This would be like underactive versus overactive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, so much can go wrong with the root chakra. Right? <laughs> the good news is that once you identify them, it's like seeing your shadow. Yes. Once you identify it, it loses its like power. power and its grip, and then you're like, oh, wait. Wait a second. We can do this. Yep. Like, we can figure this out, and so just takes work. Tons not of work. not just like, oh, I just see you, and now you're healed. No. 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 It, it takes work that people don't even... We don't... Like, I didn't understand what kind of work it took until I started to do it. Right. Um... Yeah, and so... You have to sit down with it. Yeah. You gotta take time with it. Mm Mm-hmm. And... Yeah. I was like, oh, I'll just, you know, meditate on my... I mean, I don't know, it just... Well, we've been left with a mess. Let's just put it that way. Because... Yeah, let's be honest. Because since we've lost our medicine women and medicine men and our shamans and our Our connection to land and and our... Yes, our rites of passage and all of these things that we used to celebrate um we've become very very wounded instead and also we're accruing all this ancestral karma and all these wounds too so it's not just us right the epigenetic stuff gets weird when you start looking at you know seven years forward and seven years back of this number seven is weird 
right? When If you ask a lot of spiritual practitioners, they'll tell you that if you're working on healing ancestral stuff within yourself, often what you do for yourself ripples up, seven, up and down the seven, timeline, seven and right. seven. Yeah. Um, although the book Ancestral Medicine by Daniel Four that I've been working with... Um, he talks a lot about going all the way back to the primal ancestors to a time what where they would have been what he calls well ancestors, right? Um, versus the ones that are more recent that are very unwell. unwell. Even in spirit, they're unwell. Yeah. Um, because they didn't have their healers, right, to do soul retrievals and right. rites of passage and crossing overs. We have the whole... There's field no full of wandering dead here that haven't even crossed over. You right. Know? Well, I just got chills. I know. Um, so, yeah. So, we've got layers and layers of work to do, no matter what chakra we're in. But we've been Correct. left with a mess. Yes. <laughs> I don't know how we got off on that tangent. I don't know. But we're <laughs> we're talking about ancestral yes. karma and yes. chakra. Seven years. Seven dad. years. Here we go. Yes. Okay. Yes, yes. And actually, remember, every seven years, they say genetically we're a new, new person. person. Not genetically. Um, cellular, yeah, we're a new person, which mm-hmm. is pretty cool. Seven magic number, mm-hmm. very magic number of luck. <laughs> seven, seven, seven. What? Um. Okay, so you said something about this word, marasmus. Oh, whoa, that is a sad story. Yeah. 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 So that's a Greek word. Um, it's it's noted in that book that we keep talking about. Um, where they did a study in the 1920s, and there were tons of orphanages, and I don't think we have them so much anymore that I'm aware of, although I'm taking this from the perspective of an American that's just sitting here. Who knows what the rest of the world has right now? But back then, they did a study, and they used this Greek word to describe it, marasmus, that... um, they I think it was some crazy statistic, like up to 90% of babies under the age of one were dying in these orphanages. And it wasn't because they weren't being fed. It wasn't because they weren't having their diapers changed and their very, what we would think or consider to be their most basic needs being met. They were dying from lack of touch Mm. and lack of closeness and lack of relationship. Wow. So that root chakra just was like... Yep. Wasn't Can't fed. Survive. It couldn't survive. Shut down. So maybe touch. Yeah. Is a is a big part of that. Could root be chakra. Could be comfortability and, with it. Yeah. And also. It's um. Yep. So bo- embodiment is a big root chakra thing. Like we okay. have to. It's a time where we get very separated and severed from the body. Um. And so just being in body is very root healing. Touching feet to earth. And I think you might be onto something. I personally hate, hate being, being touched. touched. I know you do. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that might be a thing. Might be. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm okay with it if I know I'm going in for a certain massage and with a certain person. And you know you're going to be touched. I know. Yep. But it's people that come up to me that I'm not expecting it that touch. Touch your shoulder. Mm-hmm. Like I watched... Um, happen at the gym the other day and I'm, I'm not going to name names or anything like that but a person that was a male coach walk up and rub a girl on the shoulders without asking permission while yeah. he was talking 
about uh, what workout we were going to do. Yeah. And I was just internally cringing because I was like, oh my God, what if that would have been me? With her on Right? And I was trying to watch her body language to see if she folded, which she didn't. It didn't seem to like, but who knows what internally she was thinking. Like, who knows, right? But Consent consent. in the yoga world has been a huge topic lately. Yeah. And how traumatizing, uh, traumatized people are by the touches that they've had in the past and how... I've read so many articles that say you shouldn't touch as a yoga teacher, and I know you don't, And right. but I'm a massage therapist, right? So yeah. touch me is so healing. Yeah. I'm like, love me. Right. Touch me. Even though I've had traumas within the past, like, still, I, I don't know. I don't... Well, that might be something to work into your healing stuff, yeah. you, but you do a really good job of it because you ask first. You have the little sticks right. that say, <laughs> yes can I touch no. you, can I not touch you, yes, no. Yeah. Right? Even that, though, might be a little bit like, oh, what if I say no? Is but she see, gonna... I always say, like, I want you guys to pick no even when you want to say yes, just so you know that I don't care if you pick no. Right. Like, it doesn't offend me whatsoever. That's good. Then. Like, yeah. I'm very clear because people get like that. Because like, even me, I'm so, I can be so weird sometimes. <laughs> I'm an overthinker, right? Like, yeah. oh, I'm going to say no, and then then everybody's going to know I'm a no person. You know, like, I'm just so crazy sometimes. <laughs> but, <laughs> well, so touch may be a big thing. With yeah. That yeah. Chakra. Yeah, no, I never touch in my classes, but it's just because of my own personal, like, gifting my own medicine. I will verbally cue, and I will Mm -hmm. show on my own body. Every once in a while, I will walk around if I know the person really well and say, can I move your shoulder? Yeah. Yeah. Very clear about it. Mm -hmm. It's interesting. Mm -hmm. Um, So this disembodiment thing is a big big one. Mm -hmm. For the root... Yes. So if you if you are you know listeners if you are identifying with any of these wounds or any any of these words these might be something to think about and work with and uh, yeah I mean easy ways to work with the root chakra would be grounding techniques yeah, literally my grandpa and I, I don't know so this is just kind of off the wall but my grandpa has had um, palpitations and heart issues like um, the nervous system the electricity in his heart it it there. It, it, it goes haywire sometimes. And I've told him for the longest time, he hasn't put his feet on the ground in years. Mm. Could you imagine? Mm-mm. I'm like, the, you know, your body is an electrical system. And if you have nothing to ground to, it's going to go fucking haywire. Like, what right. do you expect? Yeah. So he, it's hilarious. I don't know if the universe was just playing with me or p- trying to piss him off. But he put his feet on the ground for the first time last summer. Because he hates taking his shoes and socks off. Mm-hmm. He got stung by a bee. <laughs> oh, no. I'm like, are you kidding me? I finally convinced um. him. <laughs> so, anyways, we, we've talked about that. But that might be yeah. maybe a even a physical I don't know. attribute. Maybe I need to work on my grounding, too. Because lately, I can feel anxiety. Mm. And it's become a very identifiable feeling for me. Because I've been working so hard on healing and so hard on wound healing and stuff. That it's an energy that I feel palpably within my system, and I can feel it just buzzing through my nervous mm. system, and I can't figure out how to get it out. Sometimes I um, will do these massage techniques across my forehead that was an Eden's energy technique that okay. the energy practitioner that I worked with before showed me, and that seems to help a little bit. Um, speaking of money, I just heard cha-ching. Cha-ching. Uh-oh. Our online store Shopify, just sold something. Let's go. 
We have an online store at shopmindbodyspirit.com if you guys want to check it out. Yeah, a little plug in there <laughs> as we're speaking. I'm hearing money noises <laughs> going off about the root, root chakra. chakra. Ching! That's great. Survival. <laughs> yeah, literally. <laughs> Every awesome. time you shop mindbodyspirit.com, you support three women and their dreams. And their dreams. <laughs> Keep that so, in mind. Right. So, yeah. No, but I see what you're saying about the grounding and the, yeah. the energy circuit. Thing. So you said you felt it in your... In My your... whole body, it, it tends to buzz mm-hmm. through. Um, they talk a little bit in Eastern Body, Western Mind about people who force energy from the root chakra tend to be really open, open in which the... might explain why you and I are very open. Yeah. It's actually... Because it's not really... Div- like, it's both of our weak chakras, right? Yes, you and I share our the commonality root. of the root being weak yes um, and we can feed energy through it but to yeah. nestle it there is it's hard to hold yes. it in the root and it's yes. hard to feel the root chakra i can feel Fuck my yeah. hips i can feel my every other chakra i can very distinctly feel um and more most people are the opposite they're like right. oh i'm really heavy i'm really grounded type person mm-hmm. and then they'll complain about oh i can't get my third eye to open blah blah and my third eye is <laughs> like, like close well, me please no more <laughs> It's so crazy. Because when I do the chakra dance, um, when me and Paula do it, mm-hmm. the, sh- the root is always, I'm like, God, get in there. Like, sit in there. I can't mm-hmm. do it. <laughs> so I got, I got to work on it, too. Yeah. So I'm going to read a little thing from um, Eastern Body, Western Mind. It is Anna Dia Judith's book. It's just like a small paragraph here as maybe like a little conclusion yeah. to yeah. it. So it says, reclaiming the sacred temple of our bodies, Mm. our right to be here, and our right to have what we need in order to survive can be a joyous reunion with the very ground of our own being and a solid beginning to the exciting journey of recovery through the chakras. That right to be here, right to be here, here. right to be in your body, right right to to have your needs met. Yes. Yes. Wow. So, mm-hmm. I real quick before we end. Yeah. Um, so tending our root chakra, you've said that to me a couple of times. Mm-hmm. And is there anything we can give them to? Yeah. Well, right now, this podcast is probably going to come out in a totally different season than we're sitting in at the probably. moment. Probably. We are um, in between Salon and Yule right now, so we're sitting in the dark season of the year. We're moving towards the darkest day of the year, uh, and it tends to be a time where we do that. We tend to mm. our roots mm-hmm. um, because we've withdrawn. It's that hibernation type season, so it's yes. a very root chakra oriented time. Um, you can do little things to help the root chakra, home-based stuff. That's why we Mm. like to be at home, right? Grounding down at the house. Cleaning up the house. Cleaning the house, yes. Um, Even simple things like lighting red candles, right? We love the color red in the winter, no wonder. Yeah, the root Um, chakra time. Right, root chakra. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, Tending to your needs, so we tend to eat a little more now, and that's okay, Yep. right? Yep. We can take care of ourselves by taking ritual baths and mm. things like that. So little mini little ceremonies. Things. Yeah. Love to it. Tend to the roots. 
Perfect. Well, mm -hmm. thank you guys for joining us. Thank you, Tara, for coming back on. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure what chakra is coming up next, but... We're rebels. You'll yeah. never know. <laughs> You'll never know. <laughs> so stay tuned for that. And yes. um, we'll We did have a glass of wine with you tonight. Yes. So cheers to cheers you and to cheers that. to us. Grab some wine. Cheers to the root. our needs. <laughs> cheers to the root. We'll see you guys next time on the Gages Podcast.